Hello, welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Mary's song, Oh My My My, from Taylor Swift. And today, we are discussing the song Me, from Lover. Mm. Me is the 16th track on Lover. Lover was released on August 23rd, 2019, and this song was co-written by Brandon Urie of Panic at the Disco and Joel Little, who is perhaps best known for co-writing and producing on Lord's first two albums. On Lover, Joel Little also worked on You Need to Calm Down, The Man, Miss Americana, and The Heartbreak Prince. Huh. Interesting. Explains a lot to you, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Me has been performed live by Taylor 15 times. This was one of her promo songs for the album when she released it. Yes. Me was released as the lead single for Lover on April 26, 2019, and it peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Wild. So, Devin, Mm. what do you think about me? I have a pretty polarizing opinion about this song, and I think that this song is pretty polarizing itself. I think that you either love this song or you don't. And I am of the I don't love it camp. Mm. Especially compared to how many other incredible songs are on this album. We've talked about it before. There are a couple of songs that I would cut from Lover. Yes, we have talked about that before. Yes. And this is one of them. I think it's lazy. I think it's boring. And I think that it is very much not like Taylor Mm. to release a, a song like this. Especially a lead single like this. I agree with that, but I don't think it's out of character for her. Really? To release a song like this? Yeah, think about, like, Shake It Off is probably the simplest song on 1980. We're never ever getting back together. Maybe not the simplest. On Red, you know? Mm. Look What You Made Me Do isn't necessarily the same sound as the rest of the album. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's pretty consistent for her that her least singles are definitely more commercially poppy. Hmm. You, make, okay. you make a good point. You I mean, make a good it's point. It's okay that you don't like yeah. those. It's just consistent. A lot of her fans feel the way you do. Yeah. Probably majority, I'd say. Interesting. Okay, now now that I'm really thinking about it, you're absolutely right. Okay, I rescind that statement of that it's not like her. <laughs> <laughs> but the other stuff, I stand by. Mm-hmm. So, things I like about it. Okay. Brandon Urie. Mm-hmm. Love him. I love his voice. Big fan of him and Panic at the Disco. I think that he really adds to this song a really fun, like, flirty, goofy kind of aspect. Yeah. I love, at the very end, the overlay of the bridge over the chorus. Ooh, so yeah. the, you know, there is no I in team, but there is a me, and then I'm the only one of me. Although, like, like, when layered. that's all layering, that's mm-hmm. very nice. I like that quite a bit. And that's about it that I like with this song. The things I don't like, the pre-choruses. I cannot stand those pre-choruses. Uh, baby doll, when it comes to a lover, that like, that scoop up really? to the, the pre-choruses, they irk me every time I hear them. Oh, I think they're so fun. I think the bridge is really bad, like so lazy and boring. The lyrics aren't good. She rhymes you with you and me with me. That is so lazy and is Not so... always, un- though. No, but she does it a lot mm. in the song. There could have been so many other lyrics that she could have written in this song. Mm. Yeah, sure, it's a it's a boppy, fun song and whatever, but it is literally bubblegum, which, you know, could, could have been the point. It could have been the point that, like, this is just such a, you know, pastel, bubblegum, fun, like song about loving myself Mm -hmm. and and everything but i think it 
is a lazy song. <laughs> I never listened to it. I forgot that it existed. Oh, snap. Wow. So wow. these are some hot takes, maybe. Maybe people feel the same way. I think a lot of people probably agree with you. Gab, what do you think about the song? Wow, wow, wow. I, I mean, I knew you you didn't love this song, but I didn't know the, the vitriol you had towards it. For me, it's kind of an unpopular opinion, I would say, but I love me. <laughs> so this is a funny episode for us. For me, me is just such a fun, mood-boosting and light pop song. I think it's full of joy, self-love, and I just like love that aspect of it. I know that it's a little hokey and that people really hate the spelling is fun line <laughs> and that whole bridge. But like, I don't know, there's something about it that's like the silly nerdiness of it that I like. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what it is, but the song doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm. And especially like with all like the costumes and everything in the music video, there's just something super like hokey and goofy. And it was like, what if we just make this song about self-love and that's it? Mm. And I accept it for that and for what it is, if that makes any sense. Uh -huh. Yeah. And like whenever it comes on, I totally bop to it. I think it's a feel good song. I like I wouldn't say it's one of like my favorites and I agree it's not one of her best written, but I like me. I just I do. Hmm. That's cool. <laughs> um and I think that we've covered this before on the podcast, but like I love Everything colorful and rainbow and fun. Mm -hmm. And I think that for me, this song with the release of the music video, like, was just next level. And I think that it, without the music video, I don't know how I'd feel about this song. I was just about to ask you that. Yeah. Do you have, like, are they synonymous? Like, look what you made me do. Yeah, I think in my head, as I hear this song, no matter what, I always think of the music it. video. I think of, like, Taylor's, like, she's so melodramatic and goofy in this music mm -hmm. video. And she has, like, the fun dance moves and Brendan, too. And, like, I think that that's what I see mm -hmm. when I hear this. And so, for me, they're completely connected. Right. So, you don't necessarily know how you would feel about it if it didn't have a music video. Yeah. Gotcha. And I think I probably, I believe I probably heard the song. No, I probably heard we, the song. We saw the, the music, music video, video from, first. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So like. Because that's when it, how it released. Yeah, so that's, that's the song for me. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of my favorite music videos, which I'll expand on later when we talk about just the music video. And I just, I want to live in the world of me. I just mm. love that pastel, beautiful world. I love Brendan Urie's voice a lot. I think they collaborated really well together. I think they sound great together. It looks like they had fun together. And I would love to see them work together again in the future. Though Me is, for me, not one of the strongest songs on Lover, like, by far. You know, this is a very strong album. I actually understand why it was the lead single that led us into the Lover era. It's, like, it's full of all this, like, acceptance and self-love while also showing Taylor very aware of her persona and her flaws and, like, everything that comes along with being her lover. So she's, like, accepting her flaws as part of herself and, like, the love she has for her partner. But it's, like, not perfect love, you know? It's that true golden love, which we learn later in the album. But me is part of that journey is, like, to be able to get to that love, first she has to accept who she is, flaws and all. And that she's unique. She's the only one of me. Hmm. And I think that it's part, it's, it's part of that journey. And I think that it makes sense transitioning from reputation into lover that this is the song where it's like she's grappling with all these things, but she's like, I love myself and I can be a better lover because of that. 
So that's that's what me means to me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait till you hear my relate. Oh, okay. Devin, mm. do you relate to me? I relate to there's a lot of lame guys out there. Because <laughs> there are. There are a lot of lame guys out there. And there are a lot of lame girls out there, too. People. You know, I'm relating to that a lot from this past week. You know, it was a week where a lot of lame things happened. Yeah, understatement. And the understatement of the century. And so, you know, just like a lot of lame people out there. Okay. How about you? Do you relate to this song? Yes. <laughs> so a lot of lover has, you know, love songs with these deep lyrics of like secret awareness of Taylor's biggest fears when it comes to relationships. And like they're often snuck into the songs where you least expect it. Mm. So one of these, for me, in mean, no, (laughs) this is so hard for me. (laughs) One of these in me is, I know I tend to make it about me. I know you'll never get just what you seem, but I will never bore you, baby. And I really relate to this lyric. So up until about maybe three years ago, I held this troubling belief that I would always be, quote, too much for a partner and that I was too emotional or too needy. And it was this deep-seated fear that I worked on in therapy for years to, like, finally dismantle. But it was this idea of being, yeah, I'm a handful, but I'm never boring in a relationship that, like, I kind of felt and I, like, feel from that lyric. And it was like, oh, I'm exciting and emotional and dating me might be a roller coaster, but you'll never be bored. And I know I've said things like that in the past, for sure. Though parts of this are true, I learned through this discovery in therapy and whatever, everyone is emotional. And it's absolutely okay to show and feel all your emotions. But like what you learn and like what's important is how to convey those emotions and not like take out your stress or your anger on those who are closest to you who you love, like figuring out where to put those emotions and not lash out at people and things like that. And learning that like no one is too much for anyone. It's about accepting a who you are and others also accepting who you are. And just finding those right people who will accept you for you. And so I know this is like a pretty deep relate on such a light song, but I really think that this self, self-referential self idea of Taylor feeling like too much, but then accepting and like settling into her relationship with Joe is present in this song and through the whole album. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, The Archer is like really all about those themes, you know, like who could ever leave me, baby, but who could stay? And I think that there are these secret hidden gems in these lighter songs that show some of her biggest fears and things that she had to, like, work on or overcome to be in this healthy relationship. Also, just, like, even if it's, like, not things that maybe are true about her anymore, just things that she used to feel were true about her or the media used to say were true about her, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I do think that there are, like, a bunch of those kind of moments. You know, the song opens, I know know that I'm a handful, baby, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, I think what's interesting and, like, you know, I think there are a lot of strong personality women who are taught through different, you know, experiences or failed relationships that like, okay, like you need to tone it down for a guy. And that it's really not about that. It's about like figuring out how to be yourself, but not like hurt others through that, but also being accepted and accepting those things about yourself and owning when you have flaws. And so I think this is a big part of this album where Taylor is owning, hey, I have these flaws, but I'm the only one of me and that's it. Like, and like, I'm going to be me. And so I know that's like, like deep for this song, but I do think that there's this, this underlayer in this that leads into this whole idea about lover. Mm -hmm. 
And that for her to achieve this kind of level of happiness, it was about that acceptance. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. I think it's pretty interesting. And I, I do like connect to this song in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all, yes, valid points. And I think that all of those things are in this song. And I feel like it is, yes, it is on the Lover album for a reason. She wrote this song for a reason and had this released as a single, for, as the lead single mm-hmm. for a reason. And you can absolutely attribute all of those fears and everything to this song and like the, some of the lyrics in it. And it still can be not a good song. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah. That's absolutely true. And I think, though, also, like, you know, do I think these are her best lyrics? No. Yeah. Like, it's a very repetitive song. But, like, for what it is, I appreciate it. Cool. And because Lover is such a large album, it doesn't affect me because there's so many other songs on mm. it that I love. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting, this album. Mm-hmm. And yeah, of course, there's so many different facets of love. And we've talked about that in all of our lover episodes so far. Yeah. And this is definitely a facet of love, mm-hmm. the goofy, ridiculous, dramatic mm-hmm. aspect of love. Yeah. yeah, but I think the key component is really the accepting being yourself. I think that's like the key message. Yeah, th- this one and and goes hand in hand with you need to calm down as well. Yeah, the two of them are incredibly similar in that way. Yeah, yeah. On to the music video. <laughs> the music video for me premiered on YouTube at midnight on April 26, 2019. It was directed by Taylor and Dave Myers, who has done a ton of music videos in the last, uh, like, 35 years. Some notable credits of his include working with Pink, Janet Jackson, Ariana Grande, Camila Cabello, Kendrick Lamar, Missy Elliott, and Ed Sheeran. He also was the director behind one of my personal favorite ever music videos, which was the Britney Spears Lucky video. It's, it's a great video. Great video. Iconic. He did a few, vid- a few videos with Britney. He's basically worked with, like, everyone on at least one thing. Yeah. So he's a pretty cool guy. I, I kind of want to look more into him. On April 27, 2019, it was announced that the music video amassed 65.2 million views within its first day of release, breaking the 24-hour Vivo record previously held by Ariana Grande's Thank You Next music video, which was so good. The video also broke Taylor's personal record set in 2017 with the Look What You Made Me Do music video, which got 43.2 million views on August 28, 2017. Wow. Yeah. And I think that this is also just like internet culture, like Whatever her next thing is that she announces, I feel like it'll be up even bigger more. and bigger. Yeah. Yep. Devin, what do you think about this music video? Well, I I remember watching this music video for the first time, and it was quite wild. Yeah. I mean, we had really no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. Just to start off, the snake bursting into butterflies mm-hmm. was was just amazing. Yeah. Like the reputation era is over, and now we have pastel butterflies. Yeah. And the whole beginning part with them, you know, speaking in French about arguing in front of their girls is hysterical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the cat's just on the couch. It's so funny. So cute. And then Je suis calme. Yeah. So good. You know, the cool chick painting wall mm-hmm. is amazing with the chicks. It's very funny. But then it's just a whole bunch of other pictures of just chicks with sunglasses. Yeah. It's just so goofy. I love the suits that Brendan wears. Like... So good. So many just ridiculous over-the-top colors. Um, I like the first one he wears, the white suit with, like, the speckled paint on it. Yeah, 
that's so cool. That one's really good. And I like the suit that he wears, like on the staircase with the two of them dancing by themselves on the make-believe staircase. Mm -hmm. The the last time through the chorus. With the blue one? Uh, I think they're in purple. Oh. And then the final one that he's wearing, which is actually, I think, uh, either pink jacket blue pants or pink pants blue jacket while she's with the paint scene. while she's paint and everything I yeah that, that one's yeah a lot of really really cool visuals uh the dancing is really really fun all of the pastel suit suited women in mm-hmm. the beginning with the briefcases like that's great it redeems the song a bit for me like you know the music video with the song is great mm-hmm. and then the song Without the music video is not great. (laughs) But I feel like that's the case with a couple of... Also, with Look What You Made Me Do. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that the song is not great, but the music video is iconic. And with the music video, it really works. Yeah. Having the music video be the first exposure that we had to this song Mm -hmm. actually did make me like the song more. Yeah. That was smart of her to do. Yeah, and it also shows the era so well, too. Like, we didn't even know the album was called Lover. Right. Like, people were starting to figure it out. I remember I was in the camp that thought the album was going to be called Kaleidoscope. Right, Kaleidoscope. Or or Metamorphosis. Yep. A la Hilary Duff. Yeah. Because of all the butterflies. Right. Mm -hmm. And when she wore those high heels with the butterfly on the back... Those were like Gorgeous. your those were your favorite. Love when she had the pink, whole pink ponytail. That, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I love the lover era. I know. I know you do. So much. Yeah. So music video, fantastic. Fantastic music video. And I also didn't realize that she was a co-director on it, which is really cool. That is cool. I didn't know. Yeah. Really cool. So this was like the era of that starting because then she'll solo direct the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. What do you think of the music video? So for me, this music video is everything. Yeah. I love this music video. When we did our music video rankings on Patreon, shout out to Patreon. (laughs) This was my third favorite of all of Taylor's music videos, only after Look What You Made Me Do in Blank Space. Yep. I love it. I said earlier, I could live in this world. I would want to live in this world. The costumes are everything. Just the colors and the rainbow and the pastels and sparkles and beautifulness. I love it. Not a word. The snake turning into butterflies, like to launch us out of rep and into lover is just iconic. And that the fact that like the butterfly like color motif matched the mural that was painted in honor of me in Nashville, which I'll talk about in Gossip Gab. So cool. The dancing is just so fun and imaginative. Like it's super fun and like dancing around in the paint, like raining paint, like so, so fun. I love the, when they're all in the pink outfits, like that dancing's really fun. And then when the two of them are in the blue outfits doing the like kind of like handshake type dance, I think it's so cute. Yeah, the one on the stairs. Oh yeah, it's blue, not purple. Oh, it looks purple. Mm -mm. Mm. And she has cowboy boots on. It's so cute. I, I just... I really love it. And then I also obviously love all the little hidden Easter eggs. And I'm going to try and mention as many as I can spot in our Gossip Gap. Well, now it's time for the segment of... Gossip In an Apple Music video, Taylor said that me is about not feeling like you're replaceable. She said, I feel like we're sent so many messages every day that there's a better version of yourself on social media with better abs and a better vacation spot, but you're the only one of you. That's it. There's just you. Speaking with Robin Roberts on ABC, Taylor said, Me is a song about embracing your individuality and really celebrating it and owning it. 
I think that with a pop song, we have the ability to get a melody stuck in people's heads, and I just want it to be one that makes them feel better about themselves. Hmm. Which I love. Brendan Urie explained to Entertainment Tonight that this collaboration started with a text message from Taylor that he received while he was on tour. She sent him the song and said, we need to finish this together. I don't have a bridge. I don't have a couple other parts. He agreed to help her, and for the rest of the tour, he found that the song was stuck in his head. About a month later, they met in the studio and finished the song together. Hmm. Me left from number 100 to number 2 in its second week on the Billboard Hot 100. The 98-spot jump was the biggest leap any song had made in the history of the chart, breaking Kelly Clarkson's... 2009 record of jumping 96 places with My Life Would Suck Without You. Oh, great such song. a great Love song. Love that song. Great song. Also great scene in Glee with that song. <laughs> <laughs> and one fun fan theory, some believe that Me was already written before Reputation came out because the lyric in Endgame, Reputation precedes me, <laughs> which is true. That's funny. Um, but I don't think that this theory <laughs> is true. She, I think she might have had some songs from Lover written before she then created Reputation everything that happened. <laughs> I don't think me was one of them. <laughs> Reputation precedes me. Oh have you God, never heard that theory? Stupid. That's so, so funny. funny. Yeah. Swifties really clutched onto that one for a bit. Oh, that's yeah. funny. But like if the quote unquote secret scrapped Karma album, had, I don't think it would have had me on it. So that's my theory. Classic Taylor Rainwatch, um, reminiscent of... <laughs> The debut in Fearless Eras with the lyric, and when we had that fight out in the rain, you ran after me and called my name. I never want to see you walk away. Like, that's classic Fights so, in the Rain, Taylor. So classic. You know, like, those are, like, those themes yeah. are on all of her early albums, oh, Fighting yeah. in the Rain. Oh, yeah. On April 13th, 2019, Taylor released a Countdown to Midnight on April 26th, which appeared to be leading to speculation about the release of new music, as well as a bunch of cryptic Instagram posts that hinted at the start of the Lover era, a.k.a. Seven Palm Trees, <laughs> referencing Taylor Swift 7, as well as many images that are in the Me Music video. She was, like, posting, like, zoomed-in images that mm-hmm. appeared in the video, like, pastel images. And everyone was, like, talking about this countdown and what it could mean. Oh. Yes. And apparently in the 2018 Reputation calendar, April 13th was marked off on that calendar by, like, a stamp. It's because it was a like a 13, a Friday 13th, which she was. <laughs> and also May 13th was, which is what led to a lot of the May 13th uh, mm-hmm. clowning because they're like, well, it was April it was. 13th. Yeah. yeah. On April 25th, Swifties figured out that a mural of a butterfly in the Gulch neighborhood of Nashville, Tennessee, painted by street artist Kelsey Montague, was connected with the upcoming release. The mural had number 13 in it, as well as three cats. Hinting at Taylor's new cat, Benjamin Button. Mm-hmm. And then it had, like, the pastels, hearts, like, other butterflies, like, all of the motifs of what Taylor was posting, which is how Nashville Swifties figured it out. Uh-huh. A crowd of several hundred people gathered at the mural as the words me was added to it. And Taylor appeared at the mural to reveal that it was part of her countdown promotion and that she would be interviewed by Robin Roberts during the NFL broadcast with uh, further information. <laughs> But, like, Swifties figured it out. Like, there were hundreds of people at this random mural yeah. because they're like, we know this is this connected is to it. Taylor. Which is why we're clowns, you yep. know? Because she sometimes does these it, kinds of sometimes things. Sometimes it pans out. Yeah. At the interview, she confirmed the release of a new song and a music video at midnight. And she shared the title of me and that the feature with uh, Brendan Urie. Cool. Taylor has stated that there are multiple Easter eggs in the me music video and that there are three levels of them from most obvious to least obvious. <laughs> 
I believe we will never know all of these Easter eggs for sure, but I'm going to try and share all that I could pinpoint. I think at this point, Taylor maybe has even forgotten some of her own Easter yeah, eggs. Yeah, could be. Like, it's hysterical to me. So I already mentioned the snake turning into butterflies at the launch of the video, but the snake slithers on cobblestones that appear to be drawn on with sidewalk chalk, which is a possible reference to the line in her poem from Reputation, Why She Disappeared, that states, Cracked her bones on the pavement she once decorated as a child with sidewalk chalk. Mmm. Could be. Could be. <laughs> also, like, cracked her bones, you know, snakes and stones never broke Ooh, my bones. Yeah. From, you need to calm down. Mm-hmm. Maybe. As Devin mentioned, Taylor's cats Meredith and Olivia appear in the beginning of the video as her and Yuri's children. <laughs> the best. They're just on the couch. Yeah. Just hanging. Adorable. Very funny. They just have funny faces, too. Just the so cats funny. Are like, like smush. Yeah, I love them. In the beginning of the video, Yuri tells Taylor in French, You Need to Calm Down, which was later revealed to be the second single, and apparently an old-timey 1940s-sounding instrumental version of the song plays in the background in that same scene, but I can't hear it over the dialogue. I really tried. Huh. I read this online, so someone thinks it's true. Hmm. So someone else confirm if they can hear it, because I can't hear past the dialogue. Mm. I tried. The camera briefly cuts onto a group of framed artwork hung in the apartment of Chicks and Sunglasses, which Devin talked about, and a portrait of the band The Chicks during the line, and there's a lot of cool chicks out there. Mm -hmm. And this points to the collab with The Chicks on the album of the song Soon You'll Get Better. The pink phone shown in the I Know That I Went Psycho on the (laughs) Phone is the same phone as the Our Song music video, (laughs) as well as references, obviously, the famous phone call of the old Taylor is dead. Right. You know, especially because me, she's accepting herself. So even though she killed the old Taylor, she's accepting who Taylor is, past and present. Mm. Um, But it is reference to the Our Song video because the... Phone in the Look What You Made Me Do video is gold, and it's pink in this video, which is the same as our song. Taylor walks along as these 13 clouds shaped like snakes try and devour her, but don't. She makes it through unscathed, aka coming through the rep era. <laughs> Brendan Urie jumping and floating down with an umbrella is a reference to the childhood classic Mary Poppins. <laughs> Very cute. Maybe Taylor likes that movie. I don't know. Um. Clearly Mary Poppins reference, though. The album title Lover was correctly guessed as it appears in the video as a neon sign on a building in the background. Right. Yep. Yep. In the song, Yuri tries and fails to win Taylor over with a bouquet of flowers and an engagement ring. He then awes her by presenting her a cat which Taylor later later adopted as her third cat named Benjamin Button. Yeah. Which was the big reveal. She said she had been keeping a secret from us for months, and a lot of people thought it was that she was engaged, but it was, no, she got a third cat. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. And Benji's so freaking cute. What a cute cat. In one scene, the camera cuts to Yuri opening his heart, which is revealed to be a kaleidoscope, and Taylor revealed on an Instagram live stream that this is a reference to Welcome to New York, where she sings Kaleidoscope of Loud Heartbeats Under Coats. Kaleidoscope mm. Yeah, which is why a lot of people thought the album was going to be called Kaleidoscope. Mm. Yes. In some of the cityscapes, British landmarks can be seen, which is a possible nod to London Boy. Uh Yeah. Little Big Ben. The Song of Me is three minutes and 13 seconds long, and the video is four minutes and nine seconds long. Four plus nine equals 13. And this is why Swifties have trust issues. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why we're always clowning and adding dates and trying to figure things out, because during this era, it ramped up to, like, just, like, next level. Oh. Just 
most most next level. Yeah, and there was a lot that was going on at that time that like I didn't even I couldn't even keep up with all the, the so much. Easter eggs. So much. Yeah. Devin? Uh-huh. What's your favorite lyric in me? Living in winter, I am your summer. That's nice. That's nice, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brings me back to the song Forever Winter. Forever Winter. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be, be your summer, summer sons fun. forever. Mm. It's a metaphor. Living in winter, I am your summer. <laughs> yeah, duh. It's a nice metaphor. Yeah, it is. I like it. Gab, what's your favorite line? I really like the line, I know that I went psycho on the phone. I never leave well enough alone, and trouble's going to follow where I go. I think it's just extremely self-aware. Um, I think it's self-aware in a way that we hadn't fully seen from Taylor before. Just, like, accepting certain things that are true about her, and also then kind of, like... Okay, well, what am I going to do about that, I guess? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think it's really, like, big to say I never leave well enough alone. Like, I can't just leave things. I always say something, step in it. Like, that's such a common thing, which I, I think. And, like, trouble's going to follow where I go. Yeah, like, tons of people are always following her, screaming for her, you know? Yeah. So, I just think it's very self-aware and also just, like, saying I know that I went psycho on the phone to reference, like, you know, probably like the Kimye call and then killing the old tailor. It's just a funny way to sum it up. Yeah. So I like that line. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Okay, Devin. Uh-huh. It's going to be brutal. From one to ten <sighs> cool chicks, what do you give me? Uh, you know, I'm just trying to think of the ratings I gave some of my other least favorite songs. Yeah. And like, this is obviously still not beautiful ghosts territory. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so it can't. Can't be beautiful ghosts. Yeah. Right? That's like your least favorite. I think it might be. Okay. It's, it's definitely up there on my least favorite What about list. I Don't Want to Live Forever? What did oh, you give that? so bad. I think I gave that a two. Yeah. I think I gave Closure a pretty low one. <laughs> yeah, Coney right. Island, I gave a low rating. Yeah, those were like fours, I think. Yeah. So I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go with a two. Wow. Same as Beautiful Ghosts? But a little bit above Beautiful Ghosts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. What'd you give Look What You Made Me Do? What did I give Look What You Made Me Do? I think I gave it a five. Yeah. That sounds right. Or six. Because a, ha- a half and a half, I think, because you like the, the music so video is just the... like, so like with the music video, it's and like an eight. Reset. And like without the music video, it's like a five. Because mm. that, that's a bop. Like, Look What You Made Me Do, like, is so like. Oh, well, yeah. You did the dance. Yeah, right? yeah. I did the dance. Like, come on. I did the dance. Check it out on uh, our Instagram. We could learn this dance though, too. We could. We could learn this together, yeah. So, I just, I can't, I can't do it. That's okay. I can't like this song, and I know that a lot of you are going to be like, Devin, how can you not like a Taylor Swift song? I think a lot of people are going to actually agree with you more than me. I don't know. We'll see. This song is disliked. Please, please keep listening to us, even though uh, I gave this a bad rating <laughs> we we have to be honest obviously yeah so i think i think a two okay for me two cool chicks gab from one to ten cool chicks what do you give this song i give me seven cool chicks i, I like this song it's a bop it's fun i i can feel the deeper meaning to it also like it just makes me happy which is a big thing with me with songs you know vibes sure not entirely obviously we always talk about i'm a lyric girl but I don't know. It just seven feels right for me. So I would say, like, it's not in my top, like, 100 Taylor songs. Yeah. But my top 100 Taylor songs are eight to tens. Really? Probably. Wow. I, I really think so. Wow. So Skewed, skewed high. I skew very high. Yeah. You know, because... We grade on a curve here. 
And our curves are very different. Yeah. <laughs> so, seven cool chicks. Okay. Okay. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Podcast and give us all your thoughts. How do you feel about me? We are dying to know. Do you align more with Devin? Do you align more with me? Are you somewhere in the middle? Yeah. I know that me gets a lot of flack, so I'm interested. I also think we should do some polls on how people felt about uh, spelling is fun being taken out of all the digital streaming. I will never understand that because it didn't add or take anything away from the song for me. Yeah, and it's like, did you get bullied into taking it out? Like, I wish we had heard because it just disappeared from all streaming. Yeah. I wish we had heard why. Yeah. Because I don't mind spelling is fun. Yeah. It it literally adds or takes away nothing. Well, for me, it was, like, just, like, very nerdy, but I was okay with that. Yeah. You know? Because they still do the spelling. It's not like putting that line in or taking it out changes how I feel about the song. Yeah, exactly. Me neither. Yeah. But some people, maybe. And critics, for sure. Weird. I don't know. If you guys know the real story behind that, give us your info. Yeah. Um, And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. We currently have up there our full play-by-play of seeing Taylor um, at the Tribeca Film Festival, uh, the All Too Well short film, Talkback, and her performing the song. And very soon, we're going to be having our uh, favorite bridges of Taylor Swift's. Up on the Patreon. Yes. And as always, thank you to all our patrons. Oh, thank you, patrons. You are the absolute best. We love you. Yes. Thank you. Well, next episode, we'll be covering Mean from Speak Now. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.